Welcome back to another episode of the Me, Myself, and Her podcast. I am so glad that you decided to join me today because I'm talking about a topic that I love discussing and I talk about it so much that you think I'd run out of different ways to present it, but I don't because the idea and the topic of self-care that is so rich and dynamic, meaning that it changes at least for me from day to day, week to week, and season to season, that... I could talk about it literally every single day and have something new that comes to my awareness for the women that I serve. So sit back, but don't relax because it's time for the her and you to start taking action on your self-care. And this episode, self-care is life care. It's going to be a good one. I love talking about self-care, but I don't love how watered down the conversations are becoming. So before I get into this discussion, I wanna start with a basic definition. Self-care in its most basic form means taking care of yourself mentally and physically in order to preserve or improve your health. It's the deliberate activities that keep our minds and our bodies in a state of wellness. But today I want us to think about self-care on a deeper level. I want us to think about it in terms of being a necessity versus an option. And in order to do that, I think it's helpful for us to get into maybe the depth of how self-care can affect our lives, not only our minds or our bodies, but also our spirits and our relationships. So self-care as a personal practice that reaches even beyond ourselves is the deeper level that I'm talking about today, where it creates waves of benefits throughout our lives and impacts those around us. There is this ripple effect, there's this energy, and there's the difference in our minds, how we're thinking, and our behaviors, and how we're feeling, and it reaches beyond us. That means that our families reap the benefits. It means that our communities, when we show up as leaders, reap the benefits. It means that when we show up to work more rested and feeling well, there's greater productivity. And now our career field is reaping the benefits. I want us to understand more intentionally that self-care, it helps us, but it's not only for us. What many powerful women don't realize is that self-care is life care, that this ripple effect on all that we do when we take better care of our minds and our bodies, it's real. And today I want us to understand and embrace more intentionally that our state of wellness and fitness affects all areas of life. The act or inaction of building self-care practices into your daily routine has a tangible impact on how you live, love, and lead. It determines whether we show up rested or fatigued. The results are clarity of thought or burdened mind. It fosters health or opens the gateway to illness. It builds mental resilience or creates vulnerability to emotional breakdowns. It depends on what we do, our daily practices. Are they active or are they absent? That is going to make the difference as far as how you show up each and every day in all the spaces that you occupy. Whether you are leading in the boardroom or leading in meal preparations in your kitchen, 
It's going to determine how you show up. How we treat ourselves has a noticeable impact on the energy and leadership we provide to others. Now, I'm not here to preach to you, but I hope to reach that resistant part of your mind that is still saying, I don't have time. I've heard it from many women before, so no worries. I'm not offended by that. I'm not offended by the resistance because I understand the energy, time, and effort it takes to do and be it all to everyone that has a request. I get it. It's hard to say no to additional work tasks or family asks. I've been there. In the trenches of too much work and not enough time to pause, rest, restore, and renew. I get it. It's a real and risky place to be, though. And here's why. There are consequences to our inaction in regards to our self-care. And here are a few. Neglecting your self-care increases your risk of stress-related ailments. Because when stress is high and self-care is low, there's an inflammatory response that takes place in our body because the fight-or-flight response is real. And when it's activated without countering it with the relaxation response, we start to feel the effects of too much stress, which can segue into distress. Failure to care for your needs can lead to disturbances in mind, body, spirit, and relationships. And the thing is, you are strong, absolutely, but you're not invincible. And when you start to burn the candle at both ends, you don't know when you're going to get burned out. Here's another consequence. High stress and low rest overall are risk factors for a variety of mental and physical challenges. And this segment is not long enough to go through the list. But just know that when you are under a high level of stress and you're neglecting your self-care, your body and your mind are suffering the effects. This list is not meant to scare you into self-care. I'm not for the scare tactics, but sometimes the benefits are not enough. We have to understand the consequence. After listening to this episode today, if you decide that today is the day, that this is the time that you have to get serious about your self-care, because maybe that list that I just mentioned, you're very familiar with it. In fact, you've known the consequences intimately for a period of time. If you are ready to start moving forward and doing something different in your self-care and leveling it up, here are some of the benefits that you can look forward to. The first is a physical shift. When your body is taken care of, you improve your immune system because of the lower levels of stress. And when our stress levels are in check, our immunity is at its best. Your physical health and your body strength are some of the things that you can look forward to. Now, does that mean it will start tomorrow just because you upped your self-care a little bit? Absolutely not. It takes time for us to notice the effects of stress and it will take time to reverse it. Mentally, you may notice your mindset starting to shift. You may experience more positivity in how you're thinking, more confidence as you show up in the world and at work, an increase in your focus and mental clarity and mental resilience, meaning that you have a challenge and you sense that you bounce back from it a lot quicker. Spiritually, there's a heightened sense of purpose, feeling more connected to your higher power, practicing more self-compassion, and feeling more confident to manage your life. And relationally, you may be more focused on the here and now. Notice fewer conflicts with those that you work with and love. Better communication because your mind is clearer and you can express your thoughts and your feelings more fluidly. And more relaxed interactions overall. 
Now that you have a snippet of both sides, consequences and benefits, you get to decide the what, when, and how of adding self-care to your life. If you're still stuck on the time factor, I'm with you. It's not always easy to start something new, so I challenge you not to. Even though self-care is a mandatory part of my life, it's not always easy to add it into my schedule, but I have methods that I use to incorporate it into everything that I do. And if you want to know more about that, join me next week because there's a part two to this conversation. We're not going to talk about adapting or altering. We're going to talk about incorporating. Incorporating self-care is something that I'm not perfect at, but I've definitely mastered a method that has worked for me and other women. And I'm going to share that with you next week. So join me here on the Me, Myself, and Her podcast, and I'll share my method for making self-care a tangible reality in your busy lifestyle. But until then, I want you to start thinking about where you are in the area of your self-care, where you want to be, and how to become her. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you found value in the conversation. Keep in mind that the information shared is not a substitute for services from a licensed mental health provider or medical professional. To read the blog version of this conversation, go to my website at livelikeher.com and check it out. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at livelikeher2 and on Facebook at livelikeher. Join me again next week for another conversation about who we are, who we want to be, and how to become her.